You're listening to Open Lines Radio. This is Shalom. No, I got it wrong. Sabbat Shalom with Brother Doug. Are you there, Brother Doug? I'm there. I'm here. <laughs> you are here. It's, it, 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 I am here. And it's, uh, it's uh, the Sabbath. It's Sabado. It's Da Sabado. Da Sabado. I don't know what it's like uh, where you're at, but here in Southern California, it's raining. So... Um, I'm not sure this is the first, this is my little makeshift studio I have here, so this is the first rainstorm. I'm not sure what will come through. Maybe it'll be cool if something comes through, and which also means my buddy Duke is chilling out in here with me, so hopefully he'll be quiet. Cool. And if he doesn't be quiet, I'm sure he'll just be adding his voice to the conversation. Yeah, you can chime in. So what's uh, been new with you? Anything uh, event or noteworthy? No, it's uh, it's been a pretty standard week. It's been cold over here, and uh, just went to work, and that's about it, man. Working home, working family. Yeah, well, yeah. That's, that's good. That's good. Yeah. I don't know. How if about you, you? I don't know if you had a chance to listen over the past few days to <clears throat> Open Lines Radio. I know you're a busy guy. I'm mm-hmm. playing with this little wrapper. I'm going to get it out of my hand. I'm sure it's going into the microphone. Um. I know you're a busy guy, and you you like to listen to the replays later on when you get a chance, but we did some uh, pretty heavy open lines radio lifting this week. Oh, yeah. Had a little bit of time on my hands and thought, oh, there goes Duke for his water. Um, had a little bit of time on my hands, and I thought, well, let's, let's see what we can pump out. So, like, we put out the other day... We did three separate episodes in one single day. It was an open lines radio oh, wow. record. So we had uh, fireside chats with Hannah, and then which are those are getting really good because she's got um, a son with some health problems, and so he's in therapy once a week, and she can sit in her car and record those, and it's kind of cool because you know she's like kind of going through some stuff at the moment, yeah. <laughs> so she's able to yeah. like kind of let that out, and then uh, and then I did a. a uh, what am I even calling it? Uh, streaming consciousness, where I just talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't very long. I didn't have. I couldn't really think of too much to say. And then, um, the sainted path with Soraya the Great that that night. And she's cool. She's in uh, Virginia, I believe. And she was talking. She was broadcasting from the rain. Oh, nice! It's a theme. It's a theme this week. Yeah, and you know what? I was even thinking, thinking back. I, I said in uh, streaming consciousness, um, that I wasn't going to keep it too long because I didn't want to steal her thunder. And then she came on with literal thunder. No, oh. <laughs> that's good. So, that's real good. So, what do you want to talk about this week? Well, I, I kind of want to hear. Uh, I kind of want to hear your story. You know, we we talked last week, and you were you were mentioning you you had an experience with Scientology a little bit. Yeah, and uh, I'm interested to hear about it. It's more than a little bit. Scientology has been pretty a pretty dominant. Uh, I don't want to say power. It's just mm-hmm. been there, almost kind of annoyingly. <laughs> they send you a lot of stuff. <laughs> so, uh, so, so did you sign up for it? Is this? I mean, when they send you stuff, what's that process like? Well, it's a, let me let's go back. To okay. 20, I think it was 2015. Um, and it was uh, summer of 2015, toward fall. And I had just kind of been booted from the system, the mainstream world. <laughs> and I, I had, like, for the first time, and I don't know how long, found myself, like, without a job. Mm-hmm. And kind of had a little bit of um, heat from on my writing i had some stuff that i had been writing some uh screenplays and stuff that it kind of seemed like maybe something was gonna like take (laughs) even though it never does and so i i i I was kind of in this weird place where i was trying to figure out i don't don't really want to get back in the system how do i live off the system live off of the grid and so i was just looking at different opportunities to make money without really being in a job or like a right. nine to five. And so mm-hmm. I had been listening to the audiobook of going clear. Uh, you know, it's the big anti-Scientology book. Okay. Yeah. And there was, a, there was yes. like an HBO documentary yeah. on it. Yeah. 
and I and so I'm listening. I, my eyes suck, so I can't read much these days. It gives me a headache. So I was listening to the audiobook of Going Clear, and there's all these things they're talking about that are like, can you believe they do this? And oh, and then they think they believe this. And I'm think I'm listening to these this slam on Scientology, and I'm thinking. I don't know if it's the rebel in me. I'm like, that sounds pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) That actually makes more sense than what you you propose. And and one of the things they're talking about in the book is how um, Scientology likes to, or maybe they used to like hover around, uh, hang out around um, central casting in L.A. Because that's where all of the, when when you come to, to L.A. as a, teen runaway basically when you come out to like make it <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Your, the first your first stop that's where you get background extra work right and so they're talking about how they're always hanging around central casting and so i started looking into central casting and you can make like a 100 bucks a day as a background actor you know? mm-hmm. and i mm-hmm. i kind of have this unique look i have longer for my someone of my age i can i can maybe get like some background hippie work or maybe like right right a thug or in a, as a mechanic, like in the background of a mechanic shop. <clears throat> uh-huh, uh-huh. And I thought, all right, well, I'm going to head out to Central Casting and and see if I can get some extra work. And maybe Scientology will be hanging around. <laughs> and they, they weren't. <laughs> but I'm, so I'm in L.A. early in the morning. You got it. Well, I, I didn't realize you have to get early in the morning. They have two. It's only like twice a week where you can uh-huh. get in. And you have to go either. There's two sessions: a morning shift and a noon shift. Well, I show up for the noon shift, and they're like, "Dude, you got to get here like at 6 a.m. two hours before the early shift because everyone who's in this noon shift is overflow that didn't make it into the early shift." Hmm. And That's so almost like the the at the Home Depot where the people come pick up like migrant workers kind of thing. Yes. Same same so, idea. Yeah, yeah. It's like you got to get there early. Yeah. Or you're not going to get the work. Right. But I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, all right, well, I'm in L.A. I've, I've taken the, I've, I've, I've driven all the way out here for nothing. What am I going to uh-huh. do? I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go check out Scientology. <laughs> They've got that big <laughs> building on Hollywood Boulevard. And so I drove down there and I walked in to Scientology. And it's kind of dumb, you know. I mean, it's 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 like space agey, you know. And, yeah. and they've got all these video monitors around the outside of the walls, and I really just wanted to walk in and take a look. I didn't really want to talk mm-hmm. to anybody. And so, they, but they're not. They're right on you. Hey, can I help you? Yeah. Go ahead say, and they're like, they're like, take a that. look at these videos. And so, like, there's little, these little video stations, and I like hit play, and it's like I don't have the attention span to sit down and watch seven five minute movies you know about scientology i just wanted to kind of look i don't i all i know is like these weird all i know is the negative stuff i hear about it yeah and so i don't know i get to the talking so i don't know they 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 can sense they got one on the hook or something so they send right this they're like hey uh, are you interested in scientology and i'm i'm like would you what you know let me show you this book dianetics and i'm like you know, I. This is weird, but like, when I was early in my early teens, I remember getting Dianetics. I think like for, um, like Christmas or something. Like I think I asked for it. Okay, so back up for a second, because di- define Dianetics for me. Like what? What is it? Well, it's we're, we're going to get into that. I'm going to tell you about my Dianetics okay. session. Okay. Okay. So I, I, um, so I go so in there, I'm in Scientology. Right? I just want to take a look. I don't really want, I, so they, they, they say, do you want to buy, I don't know, something clicks. I'm like, yeah, let me grab the Dianetics book. Let me get the, the, the book that is the anti of this anti book, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and let's compare mm-hmm. the two because it actually sounded kind of good. And so, but if you're going to buy, if they, look at somebody that's going to buy Dianetics, they, that's what they pounce because <laughs> you're already mm-hmm. showing you're going to spend money. Right. And so I get this idea in my head that I'm going to see how 
far into Scientology I can get without spending any any money. Mm-hmm. Now I got to make the initial plunge because mm-hmm. you can't mm-hmm. spend zero money. Right. But I want to spend the entry level, and I am for some. And I told I had like these these things going on where like it looked like some of my writing was gonna like take hold, and I was I'm having these delusions of grandeur, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking I'm gonna take over Scientology, <laughs> work my way through the system. <laughs> They're gonna love me so much that I'm not gonna have to pay a dime. They're gonna beg me to be part of Scientology, <laughs> and so they. But then they bring out this beautiful angel. <laughs> Denise, <laughs> and I really do believe she's an angel of God. Uh-huh. Still, she's like one of the kindest, coolest people I ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. And she, she whisks you back to this little cubicle, and she starts talking to you. And she's like, "Well, you know, we have this Dianetics weekend coming up. Would you and your wife be interested in coming to this Dianetics weekend? Uh, it's it's two days, and we go through we." We go through auditing, so we give you your initial audit, and which is base, which is what Dianetics is. <clears throat> it's you're, it's clearing your thetans, which are your negative, whatever, and I, and it's a hundred or two hundred and fifty bucks or something like that. It was like hundred and twenty-five each, and I'm like, I had no, I, I just lost my job. I had no money. I don't, shouldn't have even driven out to LA that day. The only reason I was there was because I didn't, I needed to justify dry, using the gas to drive out there. Yeah. And I just had to find something to do to fill up my day. And I go, I gave her my credit card and I said, if you can make that go through, I will come to your Dianetics weekend. <laughs> and she gets up and walks away and she comes back and she says, all right, well, the, the, the cost of your book is included in the Dianetics weekend and it cleared. We'll see you next weekend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I'm driving home and I call Holly. <laughs> I go, hey, guess what? Yeah, how did she feel? <laughs> she was like, what? You did what? <laughs> she was like, kind of you're like, you went to L.A. to Central Casting and you get in the oh. network and you get hooked into Scientology. <laughs> and I'm like, no, listen, listen, listen. We're going to see how far we can get. We're going to take them. <laughs> So, so we book an Airbnb, which completely by at random ends up being right across from the celebrity center for Scientology. Uh-huh. It was weird. Um, and so we go to this weekend, the next weekend, and she's already kind of like, she hasn't met this angel Denise, so she doesn't know <laughs> yet. And so she's kind of leery. She's like, I can't believe we're doing this. I don't like what in the hell. And so we get in there and Denise is there. She greets you. And she, um, these two other beautiful people, uh, Lexi and Will, come. They're in these these suits, these these very starched, pressed suits. You yeah. Know? And yeah. And we were the only two that showed up that weekend. Mm. And so we get complete like one on one. All the attention. All the yeah. attention. And so basically, Dianetics. The, the, the basic idea is, and I, I think I talked a little bit last week, where we have these these things that happen to us, these tr- traumas. Like mm-hmm, going, back mm-hmm. to, going back to pre-birth when you're in the womb, it gets, it's not just emotional traumas. It's painful. You know, if, if, you're, you're, you know they, if your mother bumps into a wall, you know, and you feel pain, like that's a, a ingrained as a mm-hmm. trauma. And so all these things that we go through in life that basically later in life are causing – determining our reactions like we're reacting the way we're reacting because of these trauma previous experiences experiences Mm -hmm. and so what so what you sit down for what an audit is is they go back and they find these what are what are these memories that you're holding to that are causing reactions and then you you go you go through them and you reclassify them as a trauma-based reaction point to just a simple memory Mm-hmm. And then you, when you get all of them clear to the end, clear that, and that's when you're clear. That's when you're gotcha. um, Tom Cruise. <laughs> you know? Yeah, <laughs> sweet. And so, and so, we didn't buy the um, like we didn't even buy, we all we bought was the course, the, the Dianetics course. So there's right the, the for, or the Dianetics weekend. There's a Dianetics course that's like two hundred bucks or something, and with that you get a lifetime of audits anytime you want. It's basically like having a counselor. You can go into a Scientology church and there will be an auditor there that you can do an audit. 
it was very so in, therapeutic. In, in an audit, do you, what do they do? Do they ask you questions they just, and you it, answer? Or it's it's really more like guided listening. Um, okay. And that's kind of like why I I kind of have taken it into my life is is so so here so you sit down across from your auditor and your auditor mm-hmm. just at, so you you try to think back to your earliest point of pain that you can think mm-hmm. of, whether it's physical mm-hmm. or emotional and you get yeah. back as early and young as you can and the, and you want to go back as far as you can because all your other memories all your other reactions are coming off that so if you can get back as far as you can you can like clear all these ones ahead of it or gotcha. more recent than it and so yeah. then they go through and they they have just a, just a simple list of questions which are basically what do you see what do you feel can you describe it Mm-hmm. What are the tactile things? Like, what are the actual things that you could touch? Yeah. Smells. They're trying to bring back those, you know, what do you hear? And so, but it's it's not just doing that. Like, you, it's not just saying it once. You go through your memory, and they get you kind of to the end. You talk for maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and then they go, well, let's go back and, and uh, start over. Mm-hmm. And you go back and you tell that story. You do it again. You do it again. Okay. And then... They keep asking you these simple questions that are guiding you deeper, you know, in the concrete. They're bringing it in a concrete form instead of just these kind of emotional things that we that swirl around them. Yeah. And then every single time <clears throat> something new appears in your retelling of that memory, mm-hmm. once you get to the end, you start over and you tell that <clears throat> memory again. And if something new pops up in your retelling of it, you start over and you go <clears throat> and you start again. And so Holly and I were just kind of alternating. Yeah. We were, and they were coaching us on how to audit. So the auditor doesn't actually, maybe the first time they do it. And then you do a couple of them. And then the, so it was Holly and I auditing each other. Mm-hmm. And it was, they give you the little card with the questions and they kind of prompt you. They write stuff down for you to say. Yeah. yeah. And so, and, but by the end, you've been going an hour and a half telling this stupid memory <laughs> over <laughs> and over again. And you, and your eyes are closed and you're like, I'm done. I don't yeah. want to do this again. And you and somehow yeah. they have this power on you where you're, you're sit there with your eyes closed and they're uh-huh. like, no, we'll just do it one more time. I think really think you need to do it one more time. There was one point where I thought Holly was going to break down and she's like, I don't want to do it one more time. I'm <laughs> done. And they're like, yeah, but I really think, and they push her until she did it again. Huh. And so, huh. and then you, so you do that in the, well, in the morning, you kind of do the first morning, you kind of do like this overview and they show you some yeah. videos and then you go to lunch and they, they go with you to lunch. Yeah. They don't buy you lunch. You know, they go with you to lunch because they want to make sure you're not going to be like, "Fuck this, and we're out." Yeah, you know? out. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and so, and, I'm, and I, we probably would have. And so right. I'm glad they came with us. And yeah. so, so then we, I'm surprised we went back the second day, but we were already invested. Yeah. And so, we're playing this up, you know, like we we're going in there <laughs> thinking we're going to take Scientology. So, like, while I, I won't say that it didn't work, and I was faking, and I completely gave into it and I completely believe in the, the Dianetic system as a, a psychiatric tool mm-hmm. we were playing it up a bit you know mm-hmm. like we were yeah. trying to say we want these guys to recruit us <laughs> more yeah, than yeah. we were saying anything <clears throat> right and so so the weekend ends Will and Denise and Lexi are out on the front sidewalk of Hollywood Boulevard as we're leaving and they're hugging us and they're crying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We've moved them. You know? Right. Like, like I don't, and they're like, this, this has been so great. And so, so weird. And we're driving home. We're so jacked. We're like, yes, that was so cool. <laughs> that was so great. I'm a Scientologist. I'm a fucking Scientologist, man. That was so, I feel so good. And it felt so amazing. Yeah. And then, and, and I never really felt any pressure from right. anybody. To, so they, I mean, just, other than automated pressure, we signed up for the Dianetics correspondence course, and I never even opened the email. You know, I just mm-hmm. I thought that's mm-hmm. going to be it. I'm going to pay. That's all I'm paying into Scientology. Yeah. I'll get the, the correspondence course, which gives me the lifetime of audits if I need them, uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm done. I'm not paying another dime to him. Right. And and all you get all you get are the and I st- I still get them weekly. These, car- these this has been two years. I get a weekly postcard that says, as your correspondence. Captain or whatever is assigned to you. I'm, it's my job to send up. L. Ron Hubbard says we must stay in contact with people taking the correspondence course every single week until they do mm-hmm. it. So every week I get a postcard reminding me to start it, which I haven't. Gotcha. 
and I never, so I never really felt any, like what you hear, like on the things or about how they, but I didn't get too far into it where they come after you. Right. Right. And they do these things. But then we get a phone call and, and Denise has passed our name on mm-hmm. to a job recruiter. Huh. And it was in Scientology trying to recruit Holly and me to come work for him huh. that I saw that where I was like, whoa. <laughs> suddenly all the shit they say about Scientology is real they're really intense and aggressive yeah yeah and they were just pushing and I and I was kind of um, I was pushing back you know because I was like I don't really care for the whole Scientology presentation uh-huh. like we get this weekly magazine still get the weekly magazine I don't even yeah. open it it's it's all so, it's just pictures of L. Ron Hubbard, you know, and these pictures of these galas that they have, and it's like that's not like show. I want to see how this works. I don't want to see L. Ron Hubbard in a stupid pirate's hat or captain's yeah. hat with L. Ron Hubbard's blah 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 because it's like that's not like that's not what helps people, right? I mean, L. Ron Hubbard was a cool guy too. Just I mean, I took a lot from him. Like he just completely rewrote his history. He was kind of like this bumbling Mister Magoo fool. Mm-hmm. in the past <laughs> and he just <laughs> lied he just said i am these things that didn't happen i didn't accidentally like discharge all my um bombs and in the uh into the sea i was when i was in the navy i wasn't an accident you know i, I, yeah. I was yeah. i was attacking enemy submarines you know <laughs> right just totally embellished and it was like you can rewrite your life <laughs> you, you know no, like, totally you can think back to your past and relive it the way it should have happened in your head and rewrite those um those rewrite the wiring or whatever the the code in your head that's been caused by those negative things because you've actually rewritten them in your head as the way it should have gone yeah well it's similar to the idea of they say you know people who write history are the you know the the textbooks the history book makers you know that that's who tells the story is how it happens often Right, and that's and that's kind of true in our lives. Well, that's what you the see with Donald will, Trump. Exactly right. Exactly right. What he says happens is what happens. Yeah, and uh, and it doesn't matter if it's not actually that way. That's just what it is. Right. But but you know, so just to wrap up Scientology. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, we're real, real real quick. I, I'm curious. So how long after? So you went to that weekend session. How long till they? You got a contact. It was, it was uh, a couple her. of months. It wasn't very okay. long because I was because yeah. I was looking. I was considering it because I needed a job. So I was yeah, still yeah. at a point where I needed a job. <laughs> and I was uh-huh. like, I was like, oh man, they're going to set us up with housing because they were uh-huh. opening the San Diego Center. Gotcha. And so they were trying to staff the San Diego Center. Right. And but I, just the thought of having to wear those suits. <laughs> you know? No, no deal. And well, and then no, the no deal was 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 they're they're like sorry you can't smoke cannabis. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's why I like I I get it I get all the other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it saved my life and continues to. Sorry, I'm not you know. And so that was and and back then it was a little bit bigger too. But then they tried to separate Holly and I, and not realizing that at that time I had like been doing this hobo safe camp project where I was writing a lot of tarot uh-huh. readings for people and we were just sitting around together all day. Yeah. So like they're trying to get Holly on the phone and try to isolate her from me, trying to just so- suddenly now recruit her after I was kind of being an asshole to him huh. and not realizing that she's sitting there <laughs> with me. Right. Know? And, and just there, the, the way they went about <clears throat> that. But what I've taken from it, is so like it's I'm I'm glad I didn't get any farther because like what I've taken from it is like I, f- I figured out that like like I, their basic idea is I li- I like it it works for me Dianetics works for me mm-hmm. but I don't like it's it's more of like a Buddhist version of Dianetics yeah it's like yeah. I already let the past go yeah like I don't want to go I don't even like it's gone it's it's chipped away there's no point I'm starting new right now as far as Buddhism is concerned. And then 
Scientology comes in and it's like, all right, well, every traumatic experience, let's just go ahead and self-audit it in the moment. Let's not yeah. let that ever be let reactions ever come from that. Let's automatically catalog it as a memory. Yeah. And so that's been like amazing. <laughs> but yeah. it took and 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 I think that's kind of what you get. I mean, even like like for me with Buddhism and Taoism and even Scientology, like I'm able to just kind of pull the essence mm-hmm. from it because I never got deep into it. Like I don't ever want this or any broadcast we do to get into Mormonism. That's not what I want yeah, to address yeah. on this. Yeah. But yeah. like I can't. Be, I can't any. Like I can't pull the essence from it because right. I'm too. I just know too much. You know what I mean? Right. And even uh-huh. Christianity. I mean, because that's part of the, the overall Christianity, where like I can't really like get a. I just can't really feel. Like I can't sense the essence because I'm just like too deep in it. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard. The forest for the trees, and when you were brought up in it, and it's such a dominant component of of life and the culture, it's a little it's a little hard to see the value sometimes. Yeah, and where I can look at like Buddhism and go, oh, I can take these things I like about it because I don't even have to know about the things that suck about it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Um, so, so like with the whole Dianetics thing, I'm kind of curious because, so when you examine these memories, is the intent and, or maybe like, was your experience, um, so after you've done these and you've reevaluated these memories so many damn times that I, I don't know, is the idea to like kind of, uh, weaken the memory is the idea to, to, to make it so a point where it's almost like the emotions taken out of it what what's what's the experience from it or what do you think is the purpose of that i think that is i think it is the emotions taken out of it and it's it it just kind of makes it more of a concrete thing as it's not that doesn't weaken it that gets strong like the the memories i talked about are vivid in my head now because yeah because you really relived them so i've relived times. I, over and over to the point where now it's like i don't really have any i'm trying to think of any other memories around them and maybe that's what it does it takes that one memory and makes it so big that all the shitty ones around it just kind of disappear holly has holly has like had her had used to have really terrible migraines to the point where it's been like like all she's tried everything you know to the like uh, yeah she's been a neurologist she's had <clears throat> botox put in her head and after since Scientology, very very few migraines, a handful, in mm-hmm. the last couple of years, mm-hmm. and she got back to that point where it, it was orthodontic related. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, and she's and she was at this. She was almost breaking down in that moment. But like, the migraines are gone. I mean, there's, yeah. I can't deny that. <laughs> you can't yeah. look at that, and, and so I don't know what. I mean, and, and I would never, and if you're listening to this, do not go poking around with Scientology. <laughs> Don't do it. Send me a message. Go buy the book Dianetics. Order it online so that they yeah. can't rope you in. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't get involved with it. But like, I think as a tool, as a, as a, I, you know, and the whole religion part of it just came about with L. Ron Hubbard too, just saying fuck you to taxes. It's it's all that stuff, all the the creation story with with yeah. with the aliens and all that stuff that's i don't think any scientologist really believes that that's just kind of yeah. like the wink wink nudge nudge yeah, we're yeah this is what we put in or to get our tax exemption because yeah. for some reason this the state or the, the federal government requires a, a science fiction story for us to be yeah. valid a belief structure of some <laughs> sort well because like i think so here's the other because I'm curious about that because um, did like do you, that memory or whatever memories like does it help like do you feel like do you feel better about certain situations that are like were painful in the past? All right, so <clears throat> we did a couple of them, but the only one I can really remember is going back to being a. 13 year old kid at the winter jamboree mm-hmm. for boy scouts mm-hmm. in the mid eighties without a dad, when that was still kind of stigma Yeah, to have divorced parents. 
with Boy Scouts that are associated with the church where the they used to send out the list of all the members in the ward <laughs> with a big mm-hmm. X next to our dad's name for excommunicated because they mm-hmm. and they had ends for non-members like they called you out yeah and so everybody knew why my parents were divorced right and I didn't, I'm there with nothing because nobody like my mom doesn't know what I need. I've got right. like a warm weather sleeping bag, <laughs> some, <laughs> some borrowed um, snow pants because like we're uh-huh. from Cal- from Utah. We were from California, and now all of a sudden yeah. now suddenly it's like out of nowhere. Like my par- our parents are divorced. I'm in the snow. Yeah, you're in you're in the Rockies, <laughs> <laughs> and and. <clears throat> I don't know anything, and I'm and I'm and I have to go to this winter safari thing where, where we get there so late. They just everyone's got these pads underneath them, so like they didn't weren't cold. Like we're sleeping on tents on top of snow, mm-hmm. and it was I didn't sleep. It was so cold, <laughs> and everyone's asleep. It's like how in the hell is everyone asleep? And <laughs> looking back now, it's because we didn't. I didn't know. I was sleeping basically on snow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And and we we have like chili that night, and I burned my tongue on the chili, and I can taste oh. the the taste of drinking Dr Pepper with a burned chili tongue. Yeah, and I just I don't know. It's like it's almost like you have this moment where you're like, oh man, like like I'm like I'm the I'm the I'm the widow's son, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like it all comes together, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And then you could like kind of uh, unravel, and you can kind of see like why you are the way you are. And then it's like mm-hmm. you can almost just like be like, "All right, well now I can." I don't know. Like even the next day, getting pulled around on a sled on a thing, and like you're hitting my hands hurling, not knowing how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's like man, like my whole life I've like been put into these situations where I didn't want to be, and yeah. nobody around me in my life knew how to do it, so I didn't know how yeah. to do it. Right, and I've always kind of had to figure things out on my own. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know. You just you just have this these moments of like this moment of clarity where suddenly that yeah. thing stops being what controls you, and you kind of take responsibility because now you're now yeah. you know now you don't have any excuses. Yeah. So well, like, and pro- what makes that probably painful is kind of like this either realization or even if it's not a realization, uh, at the very least, a perception of. Like I'm on the margins. Like this is I, I'm not part of this. You you feel different, I guess. Right. And and it sucks, and you have you, know, you have a shitty experience just in general. Yeah, yeah. And and then um, and then you and then it's like like I can't believe like I'm I've been letting this moment <laughs> from twenty thirty years ago. Like, like everything's like, that's, that's like, like, that's the essence of everything. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, I didn't need to do it anymore. <laughs> I didn't need to do it anymore. <laughs> Stop calling me. Stop sending me postcards. Stop sending me your magazine. You, you showed me in the first weekend how to do it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And well, anyone can do it. Well, and that's, I, that's kind of interesting to me because I've been thinking a lot about, I don't know, time in general, just a bit, just, you know, and are a little bit of, of what we talked about last week is kind of about time. But I think everybody, everybody has um, like just past experiences that are painful. You know what I mean? That are, that are, um, they're, and they can be painful for whatever, for whatever reason, whether somebody's hurt us or whether we're embarrassed or there's, you know, we made some, actions and there's consequences that we that are painful or whatever right and um and they they can they can define us for a little bit or they can they they just loom loom big and what kind of i think is interesting about that a little bit is that the ability to kind of move past that so for example i like it reminds me a little bit of a strategy i've used not necessarily with memories, but with anxiety. Um, like I, I am a sem- semi-anxious person. I wouldn't say it like controls my life, but like I've I've taken medications for anxiety in the past, and and um, 
I, I'd say I could get kind of obsessive about things, and I have a, a child with OCD, and he can get kind of obsessive about things, and one of the strategies he uses, and then I've used in my life is when when you're feeling that anxiety, when you're feeling just the sense of, of pressure and stress, you kind of sit in it for a minute. You're like, you're, like, you're really mindful of recognizing, all right, I, I, I can see that I'm feeling this way. I could see that I'm obsessing over this thought, or I, I can see that, that I'm, I'm, I'm really uncomfortable right now. And then you, you kind of like separate yourself from it, right? You, you kind of push it aside and recognize, all right, it's there. I see it. I recognize I feel this way and I'm, I'm still going, you know, with like with, with people with OCD, when they have an obsessive thought, they can't just like, all right, I see it and, and move on. Like it, it's there. It's, it's like this ever pressing thing that keeps on coming back to them. And so like you, you acknowledge it, you recognize it. And then a lot of times that obsessive thought is telling you to do something that's irrational. And so you, you, you do the thing that you know, like you cognitively know is rational, even though you feel differently. And then you kind of see, all right, okay, this, this thing that I feel is irrational is, is, um, um, or the thing I, that, that is, that I know is rational that I feel I shouldn't be doing. I do anyway and I'm okay. Um, and, but anyway, it's this idea of like, you separate, you, you kind of separate yourself from those, those feelings a little bit and you kind of put them on the shelf and you see where it is and you move forward. And it reminds me of that a little bit of, of you see this memory, you know, it's like, it's looming large in your, your psyche for whatever reason, or it's this huge memory that has huge impact on you. You acknowledge it, you see it and you put it aside and you move forward anyway. And it feels like that a little bit. And I can see that being, um, in a weird way, healing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Although that, that coping mechanism is just basically, auditing in the moment <laughs> you know you're, yeah you're, it's just it's just awareness it's just what in, in buddhism it's just about being aware and mindful of the moment the present moment and yeah and <clears throat> realize all right i'm feeling this way <laughs> you know uh-huh. if you acknowledge you're feeling that way you already pull the emotion from the moment you already separated it yeah yeah i guess it comes back to like i don't know do, do you do you uh maybe that's like when with breathing, uh-huh. getting a a nice steady breathing going. You ever do yeah. breath work? You ever do any like meditation with breathing? Um, no, I like I was saying I can get kind of anxious where I get really shallow in breath, and and I know I should like I I know I should like, I know I should like I I can sense that hey if I took some time and really just five minutes even and just did some meditation and breath work. I think I'll be all right. So Wait I do seven seconds. I I'll breathe in a bit and I do feel a difference, but I haven't, I, it's not like a daily practice, you know? Yeah. Me neither. I mean, not because I don't believe in it. I just don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Isn't that weird? <laughs> <laughs> right, I have plenty of time to fit in five minutes. of <laughs> Totally. Totally. But I don't do it. So yeah, so that was my Scientology experiment or experience. It still it still goes on. I still get reminded that they exist once at least once a week, sometimes two or three times a week. They send me emails. Yeah. Just I mean, not like anyone in particular. Um, yeah. They're just the the, the generate the mass emails that go out to everybody. Yeah. And I don't open them. <laughs> 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 but but yeah. that's only because like they should have like raise me to the top without take, wanting any of my money and they didn't they, <laughs> For really, real. they want your money and that's the thing that sucks is it's like each i mean i could see the point too where like they don't have like tithing you know so it's like uh-huh. when you pay to like move up in the levels and take you I mean you, you move up through the levels through coursework and you pay for the courses yeah and i can see how like it's just basically 10 percent, you know yeah. of your income as well, well every Every organization needs to find a way to be sustainable, and uh, and I'm sure that's their their method. So I don't knock them for not for for taking money from people. I mean, if you're people get stuff from it, like you get, yeah. people are gaining things from it. Now, if you get if you're at a point where they're completely controlling your life and pulling you away from your family, then that's kind of on you. Yeah, you know. Yeah, for, yeah. For getting caught up in it so much, because that's what because like. Everyone, everyone's just trying to make a buck. Yeah, including Scientology, including all of them. Right. right. I've been into uh, the basement of a, of a couple Catholic cathedrals in Dublin, and they're quite lavish. 
Well, and, and it, it works because, because I mean, a lot of those things, they have, they have elements that, that are helpful or elements that speak to people and elements that are useful, you know? And so, and so you can, you can get, you can get caught up in those things sometimes. For sure. Well, anything, yeah. uh, anything you want to talk about or you thinking about next week? Next week's your turn. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I have some, some thoughts, but they're, uh, I mean, they're along the lines, but I think we, I think we saved them next week. Excuse me. <coughs> what, this well, is, uh, uh <coughs> this is a crazy thing. Sorry, I'm choking on my own thoughts. No, you're fine. You're fine. This is becoming, like, people listening should know that, like, we haven't really talked in a couple of years. <coughs> yeah. So, this, this is this really weird and bizarre, um way to catch up once a week for a half hour <laughs> it is it is and, but and i like people it. listening yeah and so we don't talk why... through the week like it's not like we hang up and like catch up like we're literally yeah. this is like real time us catching up over for the yeah. last like five years probably well, last time we talked you all heard it that's, <laughs> that's the thing so yeah so um yeah i i have some thoughts on like um, like memories and like the way fe- feeling people feel connected to certain things, but I think let's save it for next week. I want to flesh it out in my brain a little bit. Yeah. And so, so let's let's go there. Um, I have a couple thoughts of things I I think would be interesting to talk about, but we'll. I mean, you know, we got nothing but time. Doug. Yeah, I was just going to say that <laughs> there's there's, pl- there's plenty of time ahead. So, I got I got to fill hours with this on this thing. That's right. We, we pay for hours. We've got to fill hours. Yeah. All right. Well, let's call it good. Let's let's uh, go enjoy our Saturdays. Yeah. Will do. And uh, I guess we'll talk to you soon. Okay, man. Enjoy. Jersey.